you like stories about haunted locations, or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world. If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our Haunted Escapes? Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy. Whatever you want to do, you do to me, but leave mine alone. Welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. If you're new here, we are friends and soul sisters who recap episodes of the TV show, The Dead Files, and we talk about other creepy shit as well. Usually, whatever we're watching on TV or on TikTok, <laughs> unless there's something exciting happening in our lives, which, you know, which 99% not, of the time there isn't. Yeah, not so, really. No, not, it's no. usually TikToks. Right, right. So uh, this is Amy. And this is Megan. Thanks for joining us again, everyone. This week, Amy is recapping the Dead Files episode called Evil Comes Home. So it's like get some hot chocolate. It's probably going to be a real comfy, cozy episode. Yes. Um, It's from season 11 and is episode six. And it originally aired on August 18th of 2019. Um, So, Amy, why don't you tell us why you chose this episode? Uh, I chose it because it was uh, the same kind of thing where I was looking at the spreadsheet and realized there was like a, a bunch in a row that we hadn't done any in the, in the like season, end of season 10, beginning mm-hmm. of season 11 or whatever. And so I just went to discovery and watched the intros of a bunch of different ones to see which one. Very good. scientific. It's I know. Very, we do and, a lot of research. Yep, we have yep, yep. Um, panels that we conduct. There's a full board. I mean, right. <laughs> really, right. you re- it's a science. Yeah, it really is. It really and is. if anybody knows us, they know we're we're all about the science. Yeah. Yep. Megan, like Megan Trainer says, we're all about the the base. No, we're yeah. all about the science. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, this was just the one that I thought looked the most interesting out of the four, three or four or five that I watched the intros for. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it was a good pick. And there's a couple of reasons. Nice. So, 
I will say content warning. There's not a ton of stuff, but there is a serial murderer, mm-hmm. serial killer, and a couple of murders. Mm-hmm. Run of the mill murders. In that same, mm-hmm. it's the same person, uh, an abduction of teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Serial murder. Abdu- Gross. Kidnapper. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yep. Unlike it. Yep. No, it's that part's not good. Not a fan. Not a but, fan. No, no. But Unsubscribe. It's a, it's a <laughs> a friend of mine, this is an old thing that used to be like something that people said to each other and the like when internet was first young and people were signing up for listservs, you know, like, like a, What's it's like a the, listserv. It's like a, it's like a mass email. It's like a group chat, but in email. Oh, okay. And so you'd get on this listserv and then you'd get an e- like 57 emails a day from all the different people in your group. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it was sounds I, terrible. It was I I loved it because it was when email was new. Yeah. And I would like sign up for shit just to get an email. And now I'm like tossing God, don't send me an email. 10,000 emails a day that are full of crap. But anyway, yeah. that uh so one thing that you would have to subscribe to this listserv, mm-hmm. this this mailing list they called it or group or whatever. And a friend of mine Whenever she approved of something that you said or liked something that you were like an idea that you mm-hmm. were talking about, she would say, I am interested in your idea and I would like to subscribe. <laughs> so I think of that every once in a while. That's cute. Anyway. That's cute. Yeah. This was actually really good timing because we were watching a movie and it just finished. What movie was it? <laughs> it was Murder Mystery 2. Oh, with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Nice. That's good. We just watched the first one uh, a couple of nights ago because uh, I had seen it, the first one, when it came out a while ago, but Greg had never seen it. And so we watched. We watched that. And and then after it was over, I said, what did you think? And he said, I think that Jennifer Aniston did all the heavy heavy lifting in that movie. I mean, she kind of did. I'm kind of over... Adam Sandler, like he just needs to, he needs to be done. In I've my never opinion. been a big fan of his, but it's I just I the think same he's, movie. He's charming over and over in again. some things. Yeah. I mean, he's a decent per. You know, it's just he just needs to stop making movies. Like it's <laughs> it's just the same movie over and over again. Well, I I have not seen all of his movies. I have no interest in seeing like the golfing one or the you know happy gilmore uh, yeah or the big daddy yeah i haven't seen that um i think the first thing i saw him in was the one where he was um the serious one spanglish Spanglish. yeah i've never seen that one and i liked i liked him in that uh but i just haven't liked his like stupid movies i hate to say it but you know the ones where they're just dumb and goofy this one is pretty dumb and goofy but it's it's also a little smarter you know, mm-hmm. it's a murder mystery, so they both are. And while they're silly and a little slapsticky at times, which I normally don't like, yeah, um, they were they were good. They were funny, and you know, Jennifer Aniston. Seriously, if it was somebody else playing that part, it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, because she's well, I mean, she's hilarious. Jennifer Aniston. I mean, I know. she's iconic. She gets the big bucks for a reason. Yep. So uh, milestones. We are we. Getting close to 10,000 downloads. Yes. We're so close, you guys. I know. You know, you I guys, f- you could help us along. Just open up your app, 
download it, download our, our, all of our episodes, uh-huh. then delete them all. Yeah. And then download them again. Yeah. And then if everybody does that, we'll be there in no time. Amy here. I'm only kidding, you guys. I'm not really urging people to uh, download and delete and download. It was just a joke. I don't even download usually because I don't want it to mess with the statistics. Uh, my friend just drove back. She retired um, and she went to go see her grandbabies and she just drove back from Michigan Aww. and she played all of our episodes. Aww. She said she was playing the one that takes place in Wausau that I did as yeah. she was driving through <gasps> Wausau. Wow. I, I was like serendipity. That's crazy. That is weird. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So hopefully she liked them. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. So our virtual happy hour will be in two days from when you guys hear this. So sign up if you haven't already. Yes. In the nick of time. Sign yes. up for Patreon. That is. It's our Patreon yes. happy hour. Virtual over Zoom or whatever. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. Uh, I watched, I told I told Megan this already, but yes. I watched an old episode of A Haunting. I found oh the one God. that Amy Allen was in. Season one, episode I... five. It's called Cursed. I used to watch A Haunting all the time. Really? I can't watch it anymore. It's scared. I have nightmares because of it because really? it's so scary to me. It's there really was one, dramatic. There was one. I mean, maybe now I could watch it. This was like 13 years ago, but there was one. I'll never forget it. I was watching it and the family was all in the living room because they were so scared. And they uh. said that they looked over and, and one of the mattresses that they were sleeping on was rising up and down like somebody was breathing. Oh, my like God. It was breathing. So I think of that. To this day, I'll think of it, and it just scares the shit out of me. Oh, I so I can't watch it. Which is it's, isn't it ironic how much I love this shit and it terrifies me? Yeah, it terrifies me. I can't. I, know. I, like, I don't I, know why I'm not more scared of it, but I guess like maybe everybody, skeptic Greg is rubbing off on you. Maybe, but I I mean I feel like I do believe in it. Yeah. I believe these people when they say this shit's oh, happening. Yeah. So I don't know. It just scares me. So like, I think it scares me because I know it can happen. Yeah. Like horror movies like Freddy and Jason and, you know, Alien and Predator. Those don't really scare me. Yeah. Because I don't think, I mean, obviously I'm not stupid enough to think that we're the only life force in the entire universe. Right. But I just don't think that. You don't think they've made contact? Come here. No. Mm. I think they're living among us, but. They might be, but they're not like predators, like trying, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah, I don't, I don't. Like hauntings, I don't see it that way. those happen, and that's why that terrifies me because yeah. that I a hundred percent obviously believe in it. So, yeah. Yeah. ooh, it just freaks me out. I and a haunting. At least I only saw the one episode, and I think I may have seen other episodes years ago, but I don't mm-hmm. remember them. But the one I watched this time was uh, it's mostly reenactments, mm-hmm. and then it's Amy and the client doing a. a on camera voiceover, if you want to, I don't know what you call that. <laughs> and it's, it's a voiceover. It's a voiceover, but it's not, it's they're on camera, you know, their face is on camera. It's not just the voice coming in. So there's like, like a little thumbnail of them? No, they're, they're being interviewed. Like, like when, when uh, Amy says, I do oh, believe, like at the okay. end of the Dead Foster, she says, like I do believe narration. that if these people did. Yeah, but I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Like narration is usually just a voiceover too. Like it's not, you don't see the person's face. Phrases for voiceover. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) so um, it it has that. So when it, when it went to Amy, 
and she's talking about she's going so to this little. lady's house. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, she's so such cute. a baby. Yeah. I took a picture of it with my phone, well, obviously with my phone. What else? Who has cameras anymore? <laughs> but <laughs> I took a picture of it with my um, <laughs> disposable camera and then I waited four to six I had to bring it to ProX <laughs> for it to get developed. And then yeah. I emailed, I mailed that over to I had Megan. to print it out. <laughs> Three weeks later, she got it in the mail. <laughs> oh, anyway, I took a snap of that and I will post it on the socials along with all the other extras from this episode because she's so cute. She is. I mean, she's, she's cute a, now too, but I know. She is just such a little baby face and her little bangs. Her bangs and, and her hair and her little so short. hair. Yep. Oh, oh my God. She's, she's so fucking cute. Fresh. I just fucking. Yeah. It was a really good Amy episode. at all costs. I know. She's the best. Yeah. Did you see? I think I sent you a picture. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I did a screenshot of Amy posting in um, on yes. Twitter. And she said there's going to be a big announcement about her and mm-hmm. the Dead Files mm-hmm. coming up. I hope it doesn't mean she's leaving the show. I think she is. I think they're going to put in a new medium. I hope if she is, it's because she wants to. I think she does want to. I don't want her to leave. Of course. I know. I don't either. But Of course. But I I could see how she is has I'm had sure it it's exhausting for her i mean it's, and her health's not been great and no. she has to take care of herself so mm-hmm. i 100 percent understand Mentally and emotionally and physically physically yeah. i mean yes being a physical medium she, all that shit is yeah. wreaking havoc on her body she's still dealing with that breaking her breaking her her leg, leg her foot what i think it was her leg ankle maybe i don't know she's got pins in her leg and it just yeah she's she needs a break anyway but now maybe I, she she could literally say I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so that, I think they're probably going to maybe they'll give maybe they'll have her be like a consultant. She'll be mm-hmm. on each episode, but she won't do the walks. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. That's just my guess. Or I maybe no she'll idea. be like more of a behind the scenes. Yes, and like she'll start producer. producing or mm-hmm. directing or something. Or she'll be the one maybe do follow ups and make sure that people get the help they need. Mm-hmm. That would be nice because Lord knows they need that. So. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things she could do and still be involved. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, in my own mind, think that she's going to do walks anymore. I just yeah. don't. Maybe not. I, I would be nice if she could, but I don't want mm-hmm. her to do anything that is going to be jeopardizing her health or her right. state of mind or whatever. Right, right. So, but I'm excited to find out what it is. Yeah, me too. Same these. Yep. Is there anything else? I don't think I have I anything I don't else. really have much, no. Hey, everyone. We want to welcome our new sponsor, Gobble. As you know, life can get pretty hectic. Between work, errands, and family time, who always has the energy to plan, shop for, and cook delicious meals every night? That's where Gobble comes in. It's a meal kit service that takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner. I used to dread the what's for dinner question every night. Gobble has been a game changer. They deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door. Exactly. No more last-minute grocery runs or scrambling for inspiration. Plus, the recipes are incredibly diverse. From healthy options to comfort food classics, there's something for everyone. And let's not forget that cooking together can be a fun family activity. Gobble's recipes are simple enough to involve everyone in the kitchen, even the little ones. 
So if you're looking for a way to make delicious, stress-free meals that the whole family will love, head over to the link in the show notes or on our website to get your first six meals for $36. God, make dinner amazing. We want to give a shout out to our newest affiliate partner, Just Brands. This is the company that makes the CBD and THC gummies that I have been talking about. I have purchased both the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 versions, and they're really nice. They're actually really tasty too, but I wouldn't recommend just eating a ton of them at once. I did buy them to help me sleep. And well, let's just say that one night I took one and when I went to bed, I felt myself melting into my bed. It was lovely. For a limited time, you can get 20% off these treats when you go to justcbdstore.com or just follow the link in the show notes and then use our promo code ACTIVITY24. This offer is good until March 27th, so get your gummies now. Okay, so uh, la, la, this is called Evil Comes Home, uh, season 11, episode 6, originally aired August 14th, 2019. This takes place in Colorado Springs, Colorado. <gasps> I know. That's one reason I'm Call glad you're the best. One. Yeah. Call me. We love Kenda. We love Kenda. Love Kenda. He's the best in the whole wide world. <laughs> the the client is uh her name is jordan okay Another reason oh i'm glad God. i chose this one uh and she i know and she and her wife started a paranormal group and she says now all hell bro has broken loose uh-huh. at the beginning they show matt going through the house and he says you know he does the whole i have to clean it up and right. there's and then it will be ready for tonight's walk yeah <laughs> And he says, this house has some unusual items that need to be removed or covered. And as they show that, he's grabbing like a a piece of art. It's like a framed mm-hmm. uh, with like relief sort of, you know what I mean? It, it's got yeah. texture yeah. and it's a skeleton. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Amy's like, I have chosen wisely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to like these ladies. So uh, then, we, okay, so first we see Steve, see Steve, and he's talking to Jordan, and she tells him that uh, if if Amy and Steve can't help, someone's going to wind up dead. And I'm like, yeesh. Not to be dramatic. I know. But. Like, and no pressure. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> it's all up to you that guys. Been the, that should have been the name of our podcast. I know. No pressure, Steve. No pressure, Steve. If you don't fix this, someone will either die or my relationship will end. That's right. That's all. That's, that's it, though. I mean, don't worry about it. I'm sure you can handle so, it. I mean, but like, do if you best. can't do anything, it's fine. Yeah. It's just my life will be ruined. <laughs> just, but yeah, somebody might die, but it's okay. But you know what? It's fine. I mean, yeah. whatever you can do. Right. Right. Is great. No pressure. But no pressure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when Amy gets there, the first thing she says is that she feels stressed out and lost and angry. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and she says there's an overwhelming sense of emptiness that is consuming. Oof, geez, Amy. Yeah. And Damn. she says, right out the gate. I know. This house could cause somebody to kill somebody. Oh, Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Now we're cooking with gas. That's right. <laughs> I have a friend who used to say, now we're cooking with heat. <laughs> <laughs> Was it flip phone, Jody? No, no. It's a, mm-hmm. my friend. 
who actually passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, she was hilarious, hilarious. I hope she's one of my. Is she the one that you? I feel like I we talked about this when she passed away. We probably did. She drowned in the uh, Dominican Republic. We didn't. Oh no, we didn't. She moved to the Dominican Republic and she was uh, scuba, not scuba. What's the other one? Snorkeling. And she just she was with a friend and they went down and she didn't come back up. I know. Did they find her? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I don't really know who to ask because I only kind of know her husband. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how do you really open that? I've up only Facebook met him a chat? couple times. He's a super sweet guy. Bless him. But I'm mm-hmm. afraid to be like, I don't want to stir anything up. You know. Right. Uh, right. Right. That's, I, I know. You know I, I I know he didn't do it. It's not what I'm. Right. No. Not like there was any foul play. You know, move trying to move on. And yeah. Somebody's exactly. like, by the way, did they find her? Yeah. Like, come on. I wish I knew. Yeah. Well, anyway. I hope she's at peace. I, I, I hope she's at peace. I do too. She's one of the ones I try and talk to when I go into my little meditation thing. But oh, way yeah. to bring it down, Megan. Way to go. <laughs> I can cut to that. Our I can show. cut that part. It's you know, it's funny. She is probably the funniest person I've ever met, and not always on purpose. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was an engineer, super, 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 super smart, ditziest mm-hmm. woman. I've yeah. ever known. She isn't that the way it is. Yeah. Like they're like they're either really really smart and not like street smart. Yeah. Or like me, and I'm not street smart or regular smart. I'm just <laughs> bumbling through life, bumping into walls. <laughs> oh a, yeah. She, I went to work out this week and yeah. I forgot pants. I always forget something when I go. Oh, to work you out. mentioned like, that one other time too, and you said yeah, sometimes I it's underwear, pants. sometimes it's a bra, sometimes yeah. it's pants, shoes. Yeah. So I go there and I like am unpacking and everything and I'm like I'm like I don't have fucking pants. Are you? so I sent my friend that and I was like, because she you know we we work out kind of work kind of uh, we build each other up mm-hmm. you know like kind of accountability buddies. And I was like, I went to work out. I said, in plot twist, I forgot something. And she goes, Megan, that's not a plot twist. She's like, plot twist would be if you actually worked out. That's the plot twist. <laughs> A plot like, twist would be if you did not give yourself an excuse not to work out. Yes. Like <laughs> subconsciously, my body's like, you don't really want to. No, do we're going to just leave those pants at home. Just leave the pants at home. <laughs> we all know yeah. you're not going to work out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I even made it to the gym, though. Yeah, like, that's I amazing. got there. That's amazing. That's right there. That's a workout in and of itself. That is. All right. I'm so sorry. That's I okay. Just completely I just us. want to mention one more thing. This yes. friend is the one that lived in Scotland that we went to visit when we got married. So she's the oh one that God. got us to go there and get married. Okay. So okay. back to the task. Two hand. sentences <laughs> and 45 minutes later, right. Amy's like, can you shut the fuck no, up? No, no, never. No. <laughs> um, okay. So Jordan shows a photo of she, she and her wife of mm-hmm. her and her wife. She her and her, and her wife. wife. Yeah. Okay. Jordan shows up. I wrote her and her wife, but then I was like, that sounds wrong. <laughs> Uh, she says there's a lot of depression and anger. Uh, they experience footsteps, voices, shadow mm-hmm. figures, things being moved, and health mm-hmm. issues. Steve asked her what mm-hmm. that kind of what kind of health issues, and she says she has stomach problems, heart attack. And no, not heart attack. No, not yet. Anyway, not kind of good. And um, that was plastic. Well, <laughs> it was supposed to be my head. <laughs> Knock on wood. No, no, no. You haven't seen people do that? I do that all the time. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but my, my headphones got in the way. 
We're a mess. You oh, dear Lord. I, you know, I had plenty of sleep last night, but it doesn't feel like it. Anyway, she has stomach issues and a uh, doctor says they've done all these things. They have tests and they've, mm-hmm. and not, they can't find oh. anything wrong. Have you seen those TikToks, their lives and just mm-hmm. girls laying on beds rolling back and forth? Have you seen that? I'll send you one. What? Up. Yeah. It's, it, it's like in Russia or something. They ha- okay. TikTok has the weirdest shit. Weirdest that shit. people do live. Like <laughs> that lady that does the automatic writing with the big white hair and the music is on really loud and she's sitting in a yes. chair and she's just, and just leaning back and around. Forth. Oh my God. What? The first time I saw that, it was a Friday night. I go, I put on TikTok just before going to bed uh-huh. and that came up. And usually I don't see the lives, but that came up yeah. and she was doing yeah. that. And I was like, okay, I have, I've got to see what this is all about. <laughs> so I click on it to go to the live so that I can read the comments and yeah. the comments were so hilarious that I was choking because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> but I, I really didn't know what she was doing, but apparently she's yeah. doing automatic writing and she's, you know, when she's not in that state, she's fairly normal. I, you know, okay. I don't know, but it's bizarre. Uh, yeah. And the people the commenting least. are not very nice, <laughs> but hilarious. Yeah. It's always like a what in the, and then put in like, what in the Linda Blair exorcist is going on here? You know, people are always like <laughs> yeah. putting in stuff like that, yeah. which that, that kind of comedy makes me laugh really hard. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Steve asks her to explain her paranormal group and she's, she's kind her of group. She has a paranormal. Yeah. Her paranormal investigation group. You left that out. Oh, I did? I thought I said that. Or I didn't hear it. Okay. She and her wife started a paranormal <laughs> yes. investigation company. Oh, I think maybe you started to say that. Investigators. And then we got caught up with the she and oh, her the and the knock shit. on yeah. wood. Yeah. And then. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mess up in here. So Steve asked her to oh, explain. Oh, they started a paranormal group? Yeah. She and okay. her wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so he asked, like, what, what's the deal? And <laughs> she says, well, people ask for our help. And Steve gives a funny shrug, like, ain't that a pickle? Like, you know. Oh, the irony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She says they'd never had an issue until two years ago when they did an investigation in Denver at a hotel. She had mm-hmm. a very violent encounter with a male entity, and she oh, believes no. that she brought him home with her. Oh, no. Yeah. She thinks also that it's possible that Lori, her wife's ex, Nora, is also here. And she didn't die there, but she was mm-hmm. she lived there for a long time and was sick for a long time. Mm-hmm. She had epilepsy, which mm-hmm. call, caused brain problems that oh, she turned was... into a terminal brain issue. And she used oh, that term, brain God. issue. And I was like, it's kind of a weird term. Well, I, it, maybe it's like not cancer. Yeah, no, like, it wasn't cancer. It, it, I like think a brain bleed or it, it. Well, you know, I had a dog that had not epilepsy, but seizures. And mm-hmm. every time she had a seizure, it it wrecked well, a bunch of brain cells. And so yeah. by the time you've had a lot of those, there's not much left up there. It's like Swiss cheese. Your brain so. just bouncing around in there. So I, I mean, think that's not good. I think it. I think it was probably brain damage due to all the Lost injury brain. and all the damage in yeah. her brain. Jeez. So Lori says she feels like it's all her fault because I mean, sorry, Jordan feels like Jordan, she, it's I all her fault say, yeah. because oh. she feels terrible that she can't protect her family. Um, you know, she's one of those like, I'm the big boss. I can, I have to take care of everybody. Right, you know, she's right, one of those right. Types. So um, now we see Amy 
uh, she is getting a little lady. She's tiny. She's in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And she's freaking out about another dead lady who's here. And she okay. says, oh, it's horrible. She's abusing me. I know. Oh. The spirit, the spirit says her head hurts. Mm-hmm. Amy thinks mm-hmm. she may have had a stroke or Alzheimer's or dementia. And I wrote, or a brain issue. So she, but Amy says there's something going on with her brain. Mm-hmm. Matt asks if this can affect the living. And she says she thinks that the living could experience headaches mm-hmm. and they might hear her crying and yelling. And I am feeling so bad for this poor yeah. spirit. Yeah. I mean, you're ugh. supposed to be able, like, once you pass, you're supposed to be resting. At rest, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Amy says this brain head thing is really bad and really painful. Oh, for the spirits? Yeah, for both of them, I think. Amy's feeling it, too. And so That's too bad. She says that the spirit has a lot of anger and despair. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's really sad. It's really not a good situation. Mm-hmm. So now uh, Steve is in the kitchen with Jordan. Dinah. Someone's in the kitchen with <laughs> Jordan. Okay, really quick. I'm sorry. So we were, uh, I was at work yesterday and one of my coworkers saw a headline um, and it was like a snake had gotten in the cockpit of an airplane, like a cobra. And my coworker goes, how did the the snake get in the cockpit? And I said, well, obviously he bought a boarding pass. (laughs) First class, baby. First class. They let you in there. They just let anybody in that first class. <laughs> Cobras. Cobras included. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, anyway. so he's in the kitchen with uh, Jordan. Steve's in the kitchen with Jordan. There is a staircase nearby, and Jordan says that mm-hmm. it feels like when you're coming up the stairs, it feels like someone's at your butt and like chasing you mm-hmm. up the stairs. I hate that. And I think we've talked about this before on one of we our sh- on our episodes that I used to do that when I was a when I was a kid and I was little in my very my first house growing up. Mm-hmm. I when I would run up from the basement, I would mm-hmm. start going up the stairs normally. And then suddenly I would feel like I have to run. Yeah. And I would freak myself out. And I just thought mm-hmm. I was doing it to myself. And mm-hmm. I told my mom about I it. I would do the same thing. And yeah. she was like, oh, like halfway up the stairs. Yeah. I'd be like, gotta run. Yes. Yeah. I gotta run. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm wondering if that really was me just making it up mm-hmm. or if there was probably something. not. Who knows? Probably not. Who knows? There's stuff happening all around us that we don't even know about. I know. And I was more in tune to that when I was little than I. Of I mean, every, yeah, are. you yeah. totally, we all are. Because yeah. we don't have the the built-in doubts. Yep. Not built-in, but the learned, learned doubts. Yeah, yeah. So Steve clarifies that she actually feels the pressure when they're coming upstairs. And, and mm-hmm. uh, she says, yes, you feel it on you. Oh. To which he I says, know. could it be the dogs running up on you? Oh, my God, Steven. <laughs> Steven. It is not the dog, Steven. <laughs> I'm using your full name. Steven. We should find out his middle name so we can call him the whole thing. Uh, no, I'm afraid of him. I will not be calling him <laughs> his middle name. <laughs> so uh, Jordan says she actually runs into shadow figures sometimes when she comes into the kitchen. She goes into the kitchen and they're like right there on her. Mm. Steve asks if it could be a shadow from someone in the house. <laughs> She says, Could it be no a way. shadow from the dog? <laughs> Could it be the dogs? Could it be the dog shadow? And she says, No. Uh, She's like, Fuck you, Steven. Steve. Get real. I'm an investigator. You think I haven't thought of all this? Yeah. And she really thinks it's the guy from the Denver investigation. So I mm-hmm. looked up what uh, Denver haunted hotels, and there are two big ones Oxford Hotel and the Brown Palace Hotel that are in Denver. I don't know which one it is. 
Wasn't The Shining filmed in, filmed in Colorado? Stanley, yeah, the Stanley Hotel. Stanley Hotel. That was that in um, Estes, Estes Park. Okay. So it's not quite in Denver, but I think it's like, yeah. it's out in the country. I mean, I it's would further not out. go to that hotel ever. Oh, you I couldn't would. pay me to go to that. I know you would. I would. You'd stay there. I, I would. would not. I, I would. Not. I'd stay in room 237. Nope, I would not. I'd, I'd no. I'd be scared shitless I... the whole time, but I'd do it. No, I wouldn't. With the I door couldn't. unlocked so that I could get out if I had to. And the murders have easy access. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so it's considerate. Just, if it's just a murder, that's different. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I'm more afraid of a human murderer than I am of a ghost. Yeah. So why wouldn't you lock the door so the murderers couldn't get in? Well, it, the place isn't filled with murderers. The place is filled with ghosts. Well, who's making right? the ghosts? The murderers. <laughs> I don't. Well, then they're ghosts. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, but the ghosts were people at one point. Right. How did they die? The murderers. It's all. Connected. And the murderers are still alive, even though the ghosts died <laughs> in 1947. Yes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. I'm sorry. I, okay. So this is why I'm the logical one. Right. Right. Well, and then I had this thought. So if she thinks that whatever was at the hotel came home with her, mm-hmm. can a ghost haunt two places at the same time? <gasps> oh, my God. So that's I'm like, really good couldn't co- she just really- call the hotel and be like, hey, yo, is that ghost still there? Uh-huh. And if they say yes, then it's maybe not the one at her house. That's I never thought about that. Or but can a ghost be back and forth? I mean, it could. If you can go anywhere in the world, you don't have a... You don't have to abide by the physical laws. Right. But then why would you attach yourself to somebody just to go to their house? Why wouldn't you just go to their house? Whenever maybe you wanted so that to. When, maybe when, so that when they leave, it's like a, a GPS, you know where they're at. Okay. Because if you didn't attach to them and they left where you're You might not them, be able to find them. You might not be able to find them. They could go anywhere. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So if you attach to them, maybe it's like a, like a cord and you can- yeah. Always follow that cord to see where they're at. Well, I know that's a thing because that actually happens in this yeah. episode. Not not in that instance, but mm-hmm. in a different part. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. Okay, back to Amy. She says... There's a creepy dead guy here. She says mm-hmm. he's a military war vet. He's covered in mud. And on his chest, he has the word killer. Hmm. Great. He's angry, lost, and he's lashing out. Mm-hmm. He's attached to someone here. The living would see an elongated shadow. He crawls up and down the stairs. Don't like it. And she's in the kitchen where it's right by that staircase that Jordan mm-hmm. was saying that things chase you up. Yeah. Yep. And she says as she's looking at the stairs that she's afraid that he might be causing people to fall. They do not talk about anybody having fallen on that staircase, yeah. but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. Or that he's not working towards it. Right. Right. So now Steve is in the master bedroom with Jordan, and mm-hmm. he says uh, that she sleeps here alone because Lori's health is so bad that she can't come down there. So she sleeps on the couch. I think that their master bedroom's on the at least a floor below where yeah, they're living. The main floor. I don't know if it's in the basement or not, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but Lori sleeps on a couch on a different floor. Shoot. Jordan hears banging and knocking. Steve goes, could it be the trees, branches against the house? She says, no. That's a fair question. We have the trees cut every year. 
Yeah. Could it be plumbing, et cetera? And she goes, I would love it to be that. She's like, yes, fight back a little bit, Jordan. Come on, Steve. I know. I get he has to ask all that. I do, but at this, it's like, but yeah, it's like, yeah, especially when the person's an investigator, an investigator, and probably has like ruled all of this out. Right. Of course, it's been happening for two years. So right, it's not like this just started. Uh, She says she has been pulled out of bed almost by by her arm, and her shoulder almost came out of the socket. Oh my god! And this is not a small woman. Yeah. She's very tall and she's yeah. very strong. She's yeah, like a, she's built. Um, I don't think that you know. The dogs I don't think could I could do pull it. her out of the out of her bed. So Jeez. yeah, certainly dogs. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's that's really scary. Now when they start like pulling on you, and yeah. that's a strong spirit. Yeah. And she says, once she was walking out the door, and she got pushed up against the wall. And oh my he, God. Steve asked her, like, well, like, describe it. And she says it was like getting arrested, like when you're thrown up yep. against the wall. Yep. Oh, my God. And she said one time she was getting up and was punched in the middle of the back so <gasps> hard she ended up in the ER. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is really beating on her. This is bad. Yeah, this, this is, is real really bad. aggressive. Yeah. And it's causing major mood swings that scare even her, her oh, own. Yeah, yeah. And she says she doesn't know what she's capable of. That's and how terrible and terrifying to be like one, you know, could I eventually hurt my wife Mm -hmm. or and it wouldn't be her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then she'd have to live with that forever. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. How awful for her. I know. I know. It's a really sad one. This is a it's a a scary and a sad one. So now Amy's uh, back talking about the military guy. She said he's very scared. Uh, The Mm -hmm. living people would feel his fear. He freaks mm-hmm. out, yells and punches walls, and the living people would feel that, the, the you know, him banging. Mm-hmm. And she said he is physical and he can do harm, and this mm-hmm. is not good. I wonder if he's scared because he doesn't maybe understand or he can't move on and he's just trapped. Well, I'm a little confused about this one because, well, we'll get there. But Okay. It's not what it seems. Okay. I'll just say that for now. Okay. So now Steve is talking to Lori and she agrees that what's here is dangerous. She's sitting on the couch, the one that she sleeps on. It sounds like she's just there all the time. Like she's kind of planted on that couch because she just doesn't really want to be anywhere else, even though that's not exactly safe either. And it's right off the kitchen. And she Mm -hmm. says, it sounds like someone in the kitchen is cooking. Cupboards are moving. Plates are banging around, but there's nobody in their drawers opening, closing. She sees a dark figure in the hallway, and Steve asks her to mm-hmm. describe it, and she says he's darker than the dark. Ooh, I hate when they say that. I know. It's like a like a void, like a yeah, black hole. Yeah, like of. a, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He has broad shoulders, and it feels like he's looking at her and taunting her. And one night, just before falling asleep, she heard a woman crying and right in her ear and saying, help me. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. that's the one that is getting abused by the other yeah. ghost. Yeah. She said it was right in her ear. It wasn't outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one with the brain. It wasn't the dogs. Yeah. It wasn't the dogs. Dogs can't say help me. Not, I don't think anyway. I mean, not in human. No, not in human. They can't in dog speak. Yeah. So now Amy's in the kitchen and she sees the other dead lady, the one that the little old lady was afraid Afraid that was freaking out about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she Mm -hmm. says, this is her main area. She's Mm -hmm. really physical. She's aggressive. She's in your face. She's super stressed out. Living people would feel extreme stress. 
Mm-hmm. Her uh, spontaneously get mad, and this old this ghost wants them to leave, and her mo is to get them out. And Amy says that she has a protocol that has worked in the past to get people out, but it's not working this time. And she's indicating that she has previously gotten living people to leave, but Mm it's not working with these two. Mm -hmm. So uh, now Steve, we're back to Steve and Lori talking and Lori says she has woken up and had fingerprints like gouges on her arm. Mm. She once saw a woman standing at the end of the hallway. She was like 80 or 90. They locked eyes and the woman's face transformed into a monster. No. Goodbye. I would <laughs> I never sleep again. I, I would never sleep. This lady again. is a real piece of work. This ghost. I would never sleep. I, I this. I would be awake forever. <laughs> I'd be awake forever. Forever. Uh, Steve asked if she would recognize her if she saw a photo, and she said yes. So I know he's hoping to find a photo of who this mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the archives. Yeah, <laughs> he does go digging to the archives. Actually, he goes digging up old records. <laughs> But uh, she says, Lori says that she, Lori, is sobbing every night because Steve's like, how do you deal with this? And she goes, I can't sleep. I I, am sobbing all night every night. Yeah, I'm sure. I know. And And to be apart from your wife. Yeah. Yeah. That's sleeping on the couch. You're not even in a bed for Pete's sake. I mean, it looks like a comfy couch, but. Yeah, but it's still a couch at the end of the day. I would think she'd feel a lot safer with Jordan next to her. Mm -hmm. But. She says she thinks they want to hurt them and maybe kill them. Yeah. So now we're back to Amy. She's still talking about the crazy dead woman. And she says she is dogging one of the living people here. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. She is not that letting is them sleep. Yeah, yep, it's Lori. She's not letting them sleep. She sees a weird morphed face and her fingers turn into little black snakes. Oh, super. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's going to be a turned sketch. Into bunnies? Oh, good. <laughs> so buckle couldn't, up for that sketch. <laughs> couldn't they have turned into bunnies or yeah. like kittens? Yeah. Did you, have you seen the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once? No, but it won like a bajillion awards. We saw it. We watched, I got was it showtime good? for that and for Yellow Jackets. It was very good. It was very weird. Okay. Is but it there sad? is, in it, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. There's a, it's about different universes, people going oh, in and out of right. different yeah, universes. Yeah. So in one universe, all the people have hot dogs for fingers. Huh. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, not snakes, but not bunnies either. Yeah. Hot dogs. So what if you get hungry? Do you you eat- can chew on them. Oh my I don't God. think they were eating them, but you could chew on them. People were chewing on them. Oh, get a but they hot. couldn't like do normal things with their hands. So they were like playing the piano with their feet and stuff. Weird. It was bizarre. It's a very that bizarre, is bizarre. A very bizarre movie, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I want to have some good, powerful gummies and watch it again because it's oh my one God. of those kind. Yeah. I only want the gummies that make me sleep. Oh. Mm, those are good. <laughs> That's all I want, the gummies. Well, the gummies that I have sleep. make me sleep, but then I'm still like woozy mm. 12 hours later. So I can't. See, these don't. Okay, so uh, her face transformed into a monster. Steve asked if she would recognize. Oh, we already got that part. Yeah, we, she's so dog. Now- yeah, little black snakes. Um, yes. The living people can't sleep, and it's making her Amy sick. Uh, this mean ghost wants her house back, and mm-hmm. Amy says she's frankly shocked that she hasn't killed anyone yet because she could. Wow. So maybe it hasn't gotten. She hasn't killed anybody because they've all left. Yeah. Before she's getting fed up with these two point. who won't leave. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Steve is talking to historian Katie Rudolph. And she says one of the original owners of the property is Frederick Rowe. He was an insurance salesman and real estate agent. And in March 1889, he brought his family and his wife, Clarabelle, and two daughters. Clarabelle. I know. Fun isn't fact, that cute? that's the name of Goofy's girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, Clarabelle. As in Disney I believe, Goofy? I believe it's Clarabelle. Like, there's so many Goofies. You know, as opposed to the other Goofy. Yeah. Your neighbor, the, the one up the road. Goofy. Yeah, right. Goofy Johnson. Yeah. Oh, Gooster. Good old Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> so just about six months after they moved into this place, he got TB, tuberculosis, uh-huh. a.k.a. It is Clarabelle. Consumption. Just, oh, okay. <laughs> a.k.a. Consumption. consumption. And so in July, 18, July 18th, 1890, he died. He was 57. Jeez. I mean, that's that's a decent age for 1890. I, I guess yeah, it is. Steve asked how bad the TB epidemic got in Colorado, and she said it was pretty bad. Thousands of people died. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people with TB went to Colorado because of the right. dry climate. And the fresh air, because that's the cure. Just get in the air, yeah. and that'll cure your yeah. consumption. And the she mentions that that vaccine didn't come out until 1927. Wow. So then I looked it up, and the epidemic went from 1895 mm-hmm. to 1954. No. Isn't that crazy? Like when you think I, about COVID, TV, yeah. we had shots within a year, Six wasn't months, it? Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was within a year. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends has TB. Really? Mm-hmm. It's right dormant, it? but yeah, Whoa. they have TB. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I know. Isn't that crazy? 2023 and people still have TB. I know. Didn't mean to make that rhyme, but here we are. <laughs> So back to Amy, she feels a male person's death. He is stuck in his death state. And she says like she can feel what he feels. And that is that the cold is creeping through his body. And she sees a lot of people in pain and sick. And they're hearing the pulsing of their blood in their head. Like the the thump, the thump. Yep. Yep. And she says, I I don't really understand what's happening to them. Like she didn't put together that it was TB, of course. Yeah. Um, but she said if living people are around them too much, they would feel very sick and drained. Mm-hmm. So Maybe assuming. that's why this entity is is acting that way, because he's just caught in his death state. Mm-hmm. He's confused. Oh, this is different than the, the killer guy. Oh, okay. this is different than the guy with killer on his chest. Oh, this okay. is a different. This is just a, a, different, a dying man. Random. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now, yeah, back to Stephen. We're searching through old records. Mm-hmm. And he Digging finds. through the archives. Yeah. He feels a story. Fine. He feels. Uh, Steve finds a story. <laughs> he really feels it. Like he really, it really feels just, it. Like, uh, oh, I feel mm, the story. Oh, that story. Uh, about an elderly woman who was murdered in the mid-1990s. He Ooh, said. You know, you got to be one sick rat bastard to murder a 96-year-old woman. No shit. So 96 be, years old. 96 she survived. Old. Let's see. In the 90s, she would have survived. World War II, mm-hmm. she would have survived um, the Great Depression. Yep. She would have survived uh, a whole bunch of shit. And you take, what a piece of shit. I mean, not that any killers are not pieces right. of shit, but. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he goes to meet Dr. Leon Kelly, who's the medical examiner. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story about Marjorie Mock, M-O-C-K. She mm-hmm. was found dead right across the street from the client's property. She was locally sort of famous. She didn't leave the house unless she was dressed to the nines, 
full face of makeup. Love it. And every day she went to the local mall and walked around the mall. And she was kind of seen as like in charge of the mall. Uh Like Uh she was making sure everyone was behaving and stuff. I love her. I know. I, I, I thought this sounded really cute too. You might not love her by the end. So on November 10th, 1995, she didn't show up to the mall. So they did a welfare check and found her dead. At first, it wasn't suspicious, no evidence Mm -hmm. of a struggle or foul play, anything Mm -hmm. like that. But when they did the autopsy, it was discovered that she was strangled or smothered. Was her hyoid broken, bone broken? They didn't say that necessarily. Well, they did say broken bones in her neck, so it must have been her hyoid. Must have been her hyoid. Yeah. She's got hemorrhages in her neck, bleeding, bruising, Mm -hmm. and broken bones in her neck. And they never came up with a solid suspect. It is still an open case. Wow. Yeah. So I That's scary. I hate that. I I hate that. I know. Open cases are... They free like, oh, I don't a couple like of them in this episode alone. I don't like it. I know. So, and yeah, so I found a little blurb. I went out and did a little Googles. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says she was resident of the Citadel Village Apartments. She was found with fatal blunt force trauma wounds, which is not what. That's not, not strangulation. Said. No. On uh, September 6, 1995, so this was a couple months before, before, Colorado Springs Police Department found 86-year-old Rosa DeSalvo, also a resident of the Citadel Village Apartments, who also suffered blunt force trauma. Hmm. Due to the age of the victims, the location, and the similar injuries, it is believed that these two homicides might be related. The investigation into their deaths remain open. Anyone with uh, information regarding this case, blah, blah, blah. So it is interesting to me that the the this is from the Colorado government website too mm-hmm. says mm-hmm. that it was blunt force trauma, whereas the medical mm-hmm. examiner said it was strangle, strangulation. strangulation or suffering. Huh? Yeah. Do they say the cause of death though was blunt force trauma? Just that they had blunt force trauma? Nope. Was found with fatal blunt force trauma okay. wounds. That's the way they okay. worded it. Because I was going to say they could have blunt force trauma right. and not necessarily Die that be it. the cause of death. Right. Right. Huh. Interesting. I've got a couple of theories. Which well, I'll it doesn't say, did it later. say that this not dressed to the nines lady, I forget her name, it starts with an M. Her name was Marjorie. 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 Did, did it say that she had fatal Blunt force trauma, or yep. that she just had blunt force? Oh, she, okay. oh it, 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 yes, she was found with a fatal blunt force trauma. Okay. And then um, the second one, the Rosa DeSalvo, it just yep. says she also suffered from blunt force trauma. So oh. it did not say necessarily that yeah. the second See, one that died could, from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, anyways, not, not relevant at Actually, all, she's the first one, not the second theorizing. one. The second one mentioned. Okay. So now Amy says she sees the angry dead woman. Again, she has brown hair in a bob. She's white. She's in her 30s. It's 1950 or 1960. And she seemed like she belonged here. Like she may have been the owner, but she probably Mm -hmm. lived there. She was a neat freak Mm -hmm. and a homeowner, like the perfect 1950s housewife. Yep. Housewife. Yep. Perfectly put together. Groomed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dinner on the table. The female flashed her a picture of showing her hanging herself. Holy shit, that took a turn. So I'm wondering if it's possible. No, I don't think you could hang yourself and have it look like it was something else. Like unless Unless, you hung yourself by something that could disappear. Like, you know, if she hung herself by a rope, they'd find the rope when they found her, right? right? That would, yeah. Unless they didn't mention that. Yeah. 
because maybe it's a way to you know how sometimes they withhold oh, to evidence the family and stuff to or to you know only the killer would know yeah you know like that there was a well, I suppose, I but don't if know. there would, wouldn't have been a killer if she killed right, herself, right? If she killed herself, so I'm I'm confused about this. Doesn't seem like yeah. it matches Marjorie because of the mm-hmm. hanging, but it is still the neck injury, right? That she would that cause part. the neck injury. So, or maybe Marjorie just flashed her the wrong picture to give her a different yeah. idea. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe she tried to kill herself that way and didn't succeed. You know, that could the, be, the and then ro- died ro- later at a different or, time. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Well, especially because Amy saw her um, when she was in her 30s. Mm-hmm. And this woman lived to be 96. Right, right. So it's possible that when she was 30-something, she did try to kill herself. She did try because, you know, yeah, being a woman, that is hard. Yeah. It's not like it's much easier now. Especially in the 50s. I know. Yep. I know. Okay, so now we're back to Steve. Uh, he says that in the eight, he's telling us that he's on his way to go talk to somebody because he learned that in the 80s, a 15-year-old girl went missing. Mm-hmm. So he's going to talk to John Anderson, who is the city's retired sheriff. Nice. And John says in November of 1987, Rocio Sperry went missing. There were no leads and the case went cold right away. Then a break in the case came in 1995 when he reopened a different cold case that was from 1991 for a girl named Heather Dawn Church. Okay. Does that name sound familiar to you? Mm-mm. I was like, I know this one. I know this one. Um, it was on one of the Kenda shows. Oh. Kenda worked on that case. To be fair, I nap during most of Kenda shows. <laughs> His voice is just so soothing. I know. He should read like fairy tales or something. Well, to be fair, he did have an audio book. He did. And I listened to it. Yeah. Oh, God. Just call me and talk to me. I just want to hear you yeah. talk. I didn't get his so book, sweet. but I did listen to the podcast, which was oh, him just talking I did get, about I got stories. his book, yeah. yeah. But the book was kind of disappointing because it was just cases he'd covered on the show. Oh, yeah. For the most part. Yeah, I think the podcast was too. Because every once in a while, I found the podcast before I found his show. So I listened to the podcast okay. and then... I was like, oh, he has a show. So I started listening, yeah. watching that. And I was like, I already know this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so he, this Heather Dawn Church, she mm-hmm. was abducted from her home. And there were, it was a cold case for a while. But then there were some, they found some fingerprints in the home that led to a man named Robert Charles Brown. Mm-hmm. When he was caught, he confessed and gave details about how he did it. And he got mm-hmm. a life sentence. Mm-hmm. Good. Once he was in prison, he started sending cryptic messages to the sheriff's department and told them that he had killed Rocio Sperry as well. Mm-hmm. He says he picked her up at a convenience store. He took her back to his apartment. They had sex. Then he strangled her, mm-hmm. dismembered her, and put her parts in a dumpster. So he's serving two life sentences now for her. The having sex part gives me pause because... That's not what that happened. No. Yeah. I was going to say to him, they might have had sex, but... Especially to, to the world, he raped her. Exactly. Yeah. Would be my guess. Yeah. Well, Especially this guy's he killed her. Yeah. This guy's a real piece of work because he yeah. confessed to 49 other murders. Can they tie him to those, though? They were only able to confirm seven, but the sheriff believes he's good for all of them. Really? Yeah. And then I found, I looked at her up and I found a, because they didn't show a picture of her, they showed a picture mm-hmm. of Heather Donchurch. And that also, when I saw that picture, I was like, oh, I know her. So I found I found a story about her, and 
she was 15 years old. She yeah. was married and had a three-month-old child. That's gross. At 15. What year was this? 1987. No. Yep. 15. How old was her husband? I don't know. I want to say he wasn't too much older than her. Okay. I don't think he was 15. Because he was, uh, when she went missing, he was off on a business trip. So he was like a grown up with a job. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if he was a lot older than her or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I had noted here, I wonder if Kendra worked in these cases. <laughs> and then I Googled it and found there's an episode of Homicide Hunter that has uh, the story of Heather Dunn. Church. Really? Mm -hmm. I watched Enough. part of it today. Yeah. So back to Amy. She feels like the... Uh, there's I almost just asked, did they find out who killed her? <laughs> did they solve it? There were some fingerprints that they connected to. <laughs> yeah. um, Amy wow. feels like an evil man lives here. She sees a guy dismember a woman's body, and she thinks he's a serial killer. Mm -hmm. He feels a lot of weird emotions when he's doing this, like anger, mm -hmm. sadness, and a high. And she says there's so much murderous intent here. She's afraid that someone here could become a killer. Interesting that he felt sadness. Yeah. That's a... Uh... An emotion you don't typically find with serial yeah, killers. Right. Sadness. Right, right. Maybe, maybe a little bit of guilt. I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you know, it's usually with serial killers, though. Well, I guess Jeffrey Dahmer had guilt, but I don't know. I, I'm torn on Jeffrey Dahmer. I really am. Because on the one hand, what he did was awful, obviously. But on the other you know, he knew it was awful and he wanted to stop, but he didn't. I don't know. I'm really torn on Jeffrey, honestly. Yeah, his uh, his story, and I don't know, I don't know it in, mm -hmm. as in-depth as I know some of the others, but he did not have a shitty childhood from what I remember. No. He had normal parents. Yeah, his parents divorced when he was, I don't know how old he was when they divorced, but I know his dad remarried and he had a stepmom. Um, I don't know if his I, I watched a documentary about him and they interviewed his dad and they interviewed his stepmom and they interviewed some of his classmates, but his mom was never in, oh. interviewed. So I don't know if she passed away, if she didn't want to be part of it. But, you know, he was sent to live with his grandma for a bit. He mm. hid some of the bodies in her freezer. I mean, Jesus. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I'm not. I But I'm pretty sure that's what he did. Like, okay. He was troubled, for sure. Yeah. Fun fact, I actually talked to an FBI. I went to a meetup with an FBI person. Who I remember that. Dahmer. I was working with you when you did that. Yeah, he was. And I asked him what Jeffrey Dahmer was like, because he interviewed him during wow. this, like the investigation. He said he was really nice and polite. And I mean, if you watch like Kemper. Yeah. If you watch interviews with Jeffrey Dahmer, he is not like... You know, he's not a quote unquote your typical serial killer where he's mm -hmm. narcissistic and proud of what he did and bragging about mm -hmm. it. You know, he's quote unquote remorseful, question mark. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, he was drugging and raping mm -hmm. men. So awful. It's awful. I tried know, watching the show, the one with Evan Peters playing him. Oh, he and me I, he is he's so good in everything he does, yeah. but he's so creepy. Yes. Um I, I watched the first episode and I'm like, I don't think that I can do yeah. this. I don't think yeah. I can do this. Okay. Anyways, 
So Amy's afraid that someone here could become a killer. She says, I think murderers would be like bred here and could either kill here or kill elsewhere. So now we're at the sketches. <laughs> You're like, finally, how long is it? Okay? <laughs> uh, if anything, it's my fault. It this long. <laughs> no. Amy's recapping and I'm like, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and <laughs> that reminds me. That's what the podcast should have been called. That reminds, that reminds me. me. <laughs> Not to go off on a tangent, but here's a tangent. So we jump right in. <laughs> so uh, the angry dead woman is the one that's the most worrisome. She's the woman mm-hmm. with snakes for fingers. And I noted that she did correct the artist when the artist, she went, looked at the picture and then she told that she's like, make her hair longer and thinner. And then mm-hmm. she did. So here we are at the reveal. It is Jordan and Lori. They sit down with Amy and Steve. He explains that they are paranormal investigators. And I wondered if there are so many dead people here because they brought them home. Because I, Maybe. all those dead people don't really seem to have a tie to this house. Yeah. Especially the TB patients. They, you know, yeah. the TB hospital was miles away. But anyway, so Amy first talks about the little petite lady in her 60s. She says she doesn't Mm -hmm. know how she died, but complained about her head. And Mm -hmm. Lori and Jordan look at each other and they both nod. And Mm -hmm. they know that this is Lori's ex, Nora. Mm -hmm. And Lori, poor dear, is just falling apart. She is crying. Was she an ex before she got with Jordan? I don't know. I... I assumed that she passed while they were still a couple. Okay. But I yep. could be wrong. I don't know yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Um, they were together really for 27 bad. years. Oh, my God. She died in 2014 in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And Lori tells Amy about how she heard someone say, help me. And and how now Jordan gets awful, sudden headaches. Mm-hmm. And Amy does think that's probably her. Mm-hmm. So now Amy talks about two dead people that she's concerned about. There's a male who's thin in his 30s, the military guy. Something's mm-hmm. really off about him, the one that has killer on his chest. She saw him attacking a female, the um, the one that dismembered a woman. Mm-hmm. And Steve tells her about Robert Charles Brown mm-hmm. and how, how he dismembered two, uh, at least one, probably two of those young girls. But he's not dead. He's, he's in prison. Oh, so I thought it was interesting that Amy said he there was a dead person because sometimes she knows that it's not. But they never mentioned again that of him being dead. Mm-hmm. But she's pretty sure it's him. So yeah. uh, Steve then residual explains again. What residual? Yep. Like Steve Luke explains, Moses. yeah, how serial killers can leave fragments of their personality behind. Yeah. And then Jordan tells about how they were called in to do an investigation on what was considered his hunting ground. So she knows <gasps> about him. Oh, so she knows. Oh, she said they've okay. done over 50 investigations at this location. That was his wow. hunting ground. And That's Amy a lot said, lot of investigations. Yeah. And Amy said, this makes a lot of sense because he has an attachment to someone in this house. Yeah. Which again, I don't know how he can have I don't an attachment know how that when he's work. not dead. Yeah. So I'm I, confused. I, yeah. Amy. Amy, if you're listening. Ellen, please let us know what's please going on let there. Us know. Thank you. So okay, <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Love always, Amy and Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan talks about the investigation in Denver where she was attacked and thrown across the room. Steve said this guy may have been attached to her before she even went to the hotel. The serial yeah. killer. Yeah. Again, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. When he's not dead. 
Amy says he bangs around a lot. And Jordan, that's what Jordan hears, you know, that banging on the walls. And he crawls up and down the stairs and the living would see a weirdly shaped shadow. And Jordan talks about how they feel like someone is behind him when they're on the stairs. On the stairs. Yep. And Lori talks about the shadow figures. (laughs) Lori talks about the shadow figures, especially the one taunting her. Amy's Mm -hmm. concerned because this man is either trying to make Jordan become a serial killer or kill herself. Oh, super. And then this is really creepy. This is Jordan. And she's Mm -hmm. looking at Amy. Just sitting here talking to you. And the next thing you know, I want to rip your head off. And I don't even know who I am. And I go after her and I scream and I yell and I get in her face. This is really bad. That's not fair. And Amy says, this is really bad. Yeah. And Amy looks a little terrified while she's saying, I'm sitting right here next to you and I want to rip your head off. As would I. I don't blame her. Yeah. Uh, The next dead person Amy wants to talk about is this white female in the 1950s and 60s who's put together perfectly, the epitome Mm -hmm. of the 1950s housewife. The the picture showing her she was hanging by her neck. Mm -hmm. Steve suggested it was Marjorie Mock. He doesn't say anything about how, but she didn't hang herself. Anyway, she came to Colorado in 1960. Mm-hmm. She was 96 at the time of her death, and Amy loudly says, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve showed her the photo, and she says, oh, this makes sense now, and okay. says she has had it out for a living woman in the house. She doesn't let the woman sleep, and Lori chuckles like, right? Yeah. Um, she wants to do as much physical harm as possible, mm-hmm. and Lori talks about what she thought was this, quote, unquote, sweet little lady who turned mm-hmm. into a creature and ran at her. Amy confirms everything that's happening to Lori is this woman. Yeah. And she whips out the sketch, puts it mm-hmm. down, and Lauren and uh, Lori and Jordan reply. And Lori says, Wow. I like that. That's horrible. I don't like that much at all. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. Her, f- oh, Her face yes. is all like a big swirl. It's like a swirl. And yeah. she's literally like a 1950s housewife was oh i don't like that oh my yeah. god the thing is the person in the bed doesn't look like laurie at all laurie has long blonde hair but that's okay does it look like jordan no not okay. really jordan has short hair but it's gray mm. that's they're scary. probably in their late 50s yeah okay so amy says this woman has inserted a cord into laurie and she wants mm-hmm. laurie out and she will try to kill her Mm-hmm. Lori says she's terrified. She's like, this is, I can't. This is mm-hmm. terrifying. And Jordan is pissed. I'm terrified. Okay. I'm scared. Less. I'm pissed. I'm infuriated. I can't touch what this is. You want to hurt someone, you come hurt me. Whatever you want to do, you do to me, but leave mine alone. So Amy says the first thing they have to do is they have to clean the house from top to bottom. Every possible item, surface, window, walls, salt water, everything. This really? removes stagnant energy. Yeah. I'd be like, ugh, can I just move? I don't want yeah. to Yeah. I'd be like, that's like house. I'd rather move. But you'd have to you'd have to leave everything. Right. Because if you bring one tchotchke that has crap on it, it's gonna affect right. your whole house. Right. So I assume anyway. Mm-hmm. So the second thing they have to do is get a shaman for Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a Reiki master for Lori. These must happen at the same time. Jordan will go into the basement with the shaman. They will do a removal ceremony and a blessing. Lori will go to the couch and have a clearing and a cord cutting with the Reiki master. Mm-hmm. Once that's done, the Reiki master and shaman will remove 
and block the fragment left behind by the serial killer and the angry old lady. The next day, the Reiki master will come back and will move Nora on. And in the meantime, they need to stop doing investigations for a little while because that's like making it worse. She didn't think they shouldn't do investigations. She wasn't against them, you know, being investigators, but she just said they have to like just until this is settled. Yeah. Yeah. Stop stirring the pot. Exactly. So they promise they're going to take Amy's advice starting immediately. Six weeks later, and it's a video update because it's a later, it's you know, season 11. They did everything and the house is clear. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good story. That was yeah. a good one. I'm glad that they were able to get rid of it. I am too. So I did um, a little bit of research and I found them online. You did? I did. And they're... Their uh, business is called All Girl Paranormal Society of Colorado Springs. Yes. And I found an article about them and I mm-hmm. found their full names. Mm-hmm. And I found Jordan on LinkedIn. I found Lori on LinkedIn. I found their Facebook page. And they have a podcast. What? It's from 2020. It has three episodes. I listened to them all today. It's very really good. good. Yeah. It's nice. really interesting. And so I sent them an email asking if they wanted to uh, be a guest, be yes. guests on the show. Be your, um, guest. your, oh, this is so bizarre. Oh my God. It stopped again. Can you see what, uh, okay. So when, before you stopped it, mm-hmm. it was flashing back and forth and that the little picture of me repeated was on the top. Oh, of the screen no, again. I didn't see that. You got to look at the video, the one that be from last guest. week. Um, so yeah, that's that for that was good. That, that was a good one. That was a fun one. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I hope that they reach out. Um, Jordan and Laurie, if you're listening to this, we would love to yes. um have you on the show and talk and hear, about your experiences yes, and yes. how things are going now. Because this was in 2019, did I say? Oh, there goes your thing again. Uh, this was in 2019. Their podcast episodes were in 2020, and they were still talking about there being a lot of shit going on in their house. So I don't really know what's going on, but it's time for an Alanism. It's time for an Alanism. Do you want to pick an Alanism or do you want me to? Three. Uh, three. Three. <laughs> I have no idea what this is in reference to. This, I'll just give you the quote. Okay. I have perfect impediments. We all do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. We sure do. Um, all right. Well, my episode that I'm gonna do yeah. is um season twelve, episode Ooh. eleven, and it's called The Visitors, and it takes place in Minnesota. Cool, <gasps> cold rain, Minnesota. Oh, I don't even so, know where that is. I don't either. We'll have we'll to do a little research. together. Yep. Do you know what I learned today? What? Uh, you know, we can't go too long without talking about TikTok. Obviously. Um, you know Stuntman Mike? Yes. On TikTok? Okay. Yes. For those of you who don't know, he's a little Yorkie. He's hilarious. And he has mm-hmm. a big sister named Tess. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, uh, there's another Yorkie with them called B- Biddy? Biddy? Biddy Smalls. Yes, Biddy name. Smalls. Anyway, they're adorable. Yeah, they're so good. Stuntman Mike is like, <gasps> no way. Yeah, she said that. Um, did you see the ep- or the episode? Did you see the video where Tess is delivering cupcakes? Mm-mm. She she's got like a little box of like six cupcakes, and she there's on a, 
a handle. She carries it around and brings <gasps> it to people's yes, houses. Yes, I did. Okay. <gasps> She's Nadia. Yeah, it's it, Nadia it's, Cupcakes. Um, yeah, Nadia and that's cakes? in Maple Grove. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my God. They're local. We got to go now. Okay, no. I guess we'll go to Nadia Cakes and yeah. get a cupcake. All the way out to you. Maple Grove. Time for a road trip. Oh, I mean, that's close to me, so. <laughs> I know. Anything that's not within walking distance of my house is a road it's trip. It's a road trip. Stop for snackies. Yep. <laughs> we bring Doritos. <laughs> cool Ranch are the best, and oh, I'll die on that hill. No, they're pretty good. I, I agree with you. They're better that. than nacho. Yeah. They're oh, better yeah. than nacho. Look. You know what, though? My favorite, they don't even, I don't even know if they make them anymore. They stopped making them for years, and they brought them back. I don't know, maybe six seven, six years ago or so for a short time. I don't think they could find them anymore. Taco flavor. Really? Mm-hmm. I will say nacho Doritos, though, are great for walking tacos. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. These Yummy. would be too. me. Um, something just touched my leg. Was and the dogs a, are upstairs. Was it a blanket? Could it well, be a I was, blanket? My blanket is hanging off here, but I just, I just like ran the blanket yeah. up against my leg and it didn't feel the same a cord no this is the only cord and it doesn't huh. it's only this long it doesn't go All right down there well okay well it's time to go to bed now yep maybe it's your so, dad hi alan yeah hi alan <laughs> hi dad hi all right well thanks for listening everybody thanks everybody we'll see you next time bye bye Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the Boo Pod Network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it.